0: This is a really cool episode because one of the five growth lovers is being exemplified in this episode, and that'll make more sense when you listen to it, but you're going to hear from Yong Sung Chung, and I normally don't have guests on my podcast. You're just getting lucky with a guest last week and a guest this week, and you are going to hear why I am having a guest and how it all came to be. Because a lot of times people will pitch me to be a guest on this podcast and I always tell them, I don't have guests. So you will notice that when Young Sue gets into why he is on the podcast and the agreement we have worked out, why you will sometimes see a guest on my podcast or why you will sometimes see somebody with a shout out in my newsletter. It is all part of these growth levers in a business. And Young Sue, he knows what he's talking about. He has bootstrapped a business from nothing to $20 million. He did this in eight years. And now he's on a mission to help founders and creators build an audience, create irresistible product offers, and by default, their business will grow. You are going to learn a lot from this episode. I will advise you to visit becomeamediamaven.com because you're going to want to have these things written down. These five things are going to act as a checklist when you are creating your marketing strategy. And of course earned media is a part of all of this, right? Enough of me, let's get into it with Yang soo Chung from firstclassfounders.com. Yang soo welcome to Become a Media Maven. I'm excited to learn from you today.
1: Christina, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to talk to you today.
0: And let's get right into it. Like, let's grow our businesses. You have five ways to do that and I want you to share those five ways but I'm probably gonna interrupt you throughout and just ask for like super specific details and examples to make this tangible so we can actually walk away with a list of things to do. So let's get started.
1: Awesome, yeah. So um, the five growth levers I would say in any online business um, are essentially um, organic content, like social media content. Um, And then the second thing would be um, like partnerships and collaborations. The third growth lever is um, earned media and virality. And the fourth lever is uh, direct sales. And the last one is, is paid advertising or I guess um, it would be performance marketing.
0: Okay, and- well, you know I love number three, earned media because that one is my <laughs> jam. I also love organic content, partnerships and collaboration. That I feel like is such a good way to grow, but that you gotta do some work there. Direct sales, you gotta be good at it. And then paid advertising, you gotta have money for that. So these are like five amazing things. And in a perfect world, we would be doing all five at once. But realistically, these things take time. If you don't have money, you gotta focus on that number one lever where you're focusing on your organic content. So let's break these down Yes, one through five. I mean, we could do a million episodes just getting into the nitty gritty. But why don't you use yourself as an example when you go through these five? Because you've bootstrapped a business from nothing to over $20 million. And you've done that in just eight years. So if you want to use your experience and share specific examples as we go through each one of these, that would be amazing.
1: Yeah. So you know what, I'll do an example, let's say using like a newsletter, because I feel like we really want to apply this to a certain circumstance or scenario.
0: I love this. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and
1: so I know you're, you're big into newsletters right now. I uh, saw that you did a couple episodes on newsletters. So I thought it'd be perfect to just kind of like overlay these five growth levers uh, in the context of growing a newsletter. Oh, um, that's
0: perfect because I'm sure <laughs> almost all of my listeners have a newsletter and we should all be growing them. So this is great.
1: All right. So when we first start out, my best, the best growth lever, in my opinion, is, is just getting your content out there. And so, you know, this is more about when you first start, it's more about yourself more than, you know, the external performance of the post. So let's say, you know, you post on X slash Twitter and like nobody views them, like that's okay. Because basically in the early stages, you want to essentially uh, hone in on your voice and hone in on like what values you stand for. And so it's really hard to do that. You know, when you first start, you have to continuously like iterate and see what works, what doesn't work. Um, but one of the biggest mistake that I, that I see people making is not having a, 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 an email sign up immediately when they first start out. And so a lot of people might argue like, Hey, like, you know, I don't have anything to say. Like, I'm not, I don't have a newsletter that I'm posting every week. Like, why would I need an email sign up? Well, I'll tell you why it's because the hardest part about newsletter growth is going from zero subscribers to a thousand subscribers, let's say. And so that zero to 1000 is such a grind that I always recommend people to you know, have an email sign up flow or have an email sign up page at the very least when you first start out. Um, and so, the first growth lever is going to be about organic content. Post, you know, post whatever you feel. Um, test what's working, what's not working, and then the second growth lever that I, that I would advise is um, is partnership and collaborations. And so, once you hit about a thousand subscribers, then you can, you know, you have more leverage. So you can go back to somebody and say you know, oh, I have a thousand subscribers. Like let's do a cross promotion, you know, shout my newsletter in your newsletter and I'll do the same vice versa. Right. And so that's
0: what we did. um, That's that's how we exactly what we
1: did. Exactly. So exactly. So this growth lever, obviously if you have like, I don't know, 200 subscribers, like no one, no one's really going to do a cross promo with you at like 200 subscribers. Right. So, um, it really starts to work around the 1000 subscribers in a newsletter. And so, the key is to layer all these growth levers on top of each other. And so you're going to continue to post stuff on social media. Um, and then once you hit about 1,000 subscribers, you're going to layer that partnerships and collaborations layer on top. And then uh, the next layer here is the virality and uh, and earned media, which I know, Christina, you're a huge fan of. And um, the that part is essentially like you know, once you get content and you should be writing your newsletter here, like more of a weekly basis, you want to hone in on what's working. And then, uh, essentially like you want to gamify, I guess, um, you know, sharing. So like the, the, the referral program that, um, I use Beehive, um, ConvertKit's also very popular. Um, but you can essentially have, um, perks for people to, to share your content. And so, what you're trying to do is kind of gamify that like virality component, like oh, like you know your content is, is is so good, like if you share it with five friends, you can get, um, you know, um, I don't know, like a PDF file that is only available to your like inner community people or whatever it is, right? Um, and so I think the 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 earned media is is obviously like people just talking about your work without you having to ask them for it. Uh, and so there, I think the more important part is that you're actually, you know, you need to make good content. And so if you make great content and um, and and you put it out in the world, people will actually share it because it makes them feel smart when they share it with their own audience. And so um, I think that's kind of the, the, the third growth lever there that you're stacking on top of the partnerships, collaborations, and then the organic social content that you're posting. Um, so those are three growth levers. The next one I would layer on top there is um, is performance marketing, and so performance marketing is just you're running ads, and so you can grow pretty predictably when you run ads. And the grow the the good thing about performance marketing is that um, it's very like I guess sustained. And so like for example, you know when we talk about cross promos, like we don't know the results, like we don't know how it will do. But with performance marketing, like you know exactly what you're getting. You know the number is like, oh, I'm getting a dollar or two dollars per subscriber. Like you can control that metric. And so, paid advertising, I feel like honestly, for a lot of small business owners, they they don't look at it um, as a growth lever. Like they they just kind of ignore it. But to be honest with you, like if you calculate what your lifetime value of your let's say subscriber is, and let's say you're acquiring a subscriber at one dollar and you're going out there and selling sponsorships or whatever, selling your own courses and you're getting your value per customer or per subscriber is like $5. Then you have a huge arbitrage play where you should be just going all in on like getting subscribers at $1 because you're going to be earning $5 for every one subscriber. Right. Um, so that that's the performance marketing. And then finally direct sales. So direct sales is um, really good for BDB transactions and so B2B transactions are more like sponsorships and larger partnerships you do with, let's say, like, you know, people, creators with huge audiences. And so what I found that works well is like, um you know, if you find a partnership that works uh, or you find a creator that's really resonating with your content, then you can reach out and actually do like a deal, like almost like an affiliate deal. Like, hey, I'll send you a dollar for each subscriber you get me from your audience because our content and our audiences match so well. And so if you do that, then, you know, a direct sale there is like, you know, you've, you've now established this partnership with a, you know, a big creator, let's say. And uh, yeah, and they're getting paid for it. So direct sales and the paid performance advertising kind of like work hand in hand. And so if you do it correctly, you can engineer this like crazy flywheel where you're working on sponsorship deals Right, so you're getting you're getting money in somehow, uh, and then you're also selling to your own audience, like your courses or uh, you know your cohort, um, whatever mastermind thing you're selling, and then you channel that money back into your um, into paid advertising, and so you're growing your audience, and so your audience is, is is growing, and then that will enable you to sell more courses, will get more sponsorships, so you got this like really nice growth flywheel going. Uh, with those, t- uh, the, the last two uh, growth levers there. So I know I I, I talked a lot. So
0: No, that was good. That was good. I was following, I was following and I'm taking notes. So all of the listeners can go to becomeamediamaven.com and see some text to what we're saying here. And I love that you mentioned the flywheel. A few months ago, I did an episode about a content flywheel and how one piece of content can lead to the next and lead to the next. But this is a great growth flywheel. And I like how we start with things that are free and we don't start paying for things until we have the money because those first three things we're doing, we're going to be doing those strategically and we're going to see success. So then we're going to have money to invest in that paid advertising and performance marketing and direct sales. So I love that. I want to share a couple of things that I do and will speak on my newsletter Going through all of these thinking like I'm not sure if I can hit every one, but organic content. I mean, hello, the podcast. I mm-hmm. tell people all the time, go to MediaMavenNews.com to get on my newsletter. And I do the same in my blog posts, which really are just repurposed forms of the podcast. I do it on social media. So I have the organic content thing covered. Partnerships and collaborations. That is what we are doing. When we are done here on Become a Media Maven, we will go on to First Class Founders, and we will do your podcast. So we're doing a podcast swap. We also did an email swap. And I don't even remember who approached who, but I love an email swap. And I remember that was, I think, the first thing that we did. And mm-hmm. I I don't even know how I got on your list or how I found you, but then we just discovered, oh, we're both in the lab with Jay Klaus too. So That's right. It's, it's so easy to do these email swaps and podcast swaps. It just takes time to find the right people and ask people and find some connection and make sure the audience is in alignment. Earn media and virality. I mean, this is pitching yourself to be a guest on a podcast. So maybe you're not doing a podcast swap. Maybe it's just you being a guest on a podcast. Maybe it's somebody shouting you out in their newsletter. Um Maybe it's just you being quoted somewhere and you get a backlink to your website and you make it very clear, hey, this is a sign up for my newsletter. The paid advertising and performance marketing. This is where I don't do a ton, but I have actually sponsored some newsletters to grow mine because if somebody's already subscribed to a newsletter and their audience is a match for me. I'm going to assume that they would like to be subscribed to another. So I have bought ads in Justin Welsh's newsletter before. I have paid for ads in um, Josh Spector's newsletter before. So I have purchased ads. That's paid advertising, performance marketing, and direct sales. I think this is where, newsletter-wise, I haven't really done a lot. I did pay. I feel like there's a lot of gray area here with paid advertising and direct sales. I have paid to speak on stage before, and I paid to speak on stage because I was selling an online course. So I turned a profit for that, but I guess could you maybe break down the difference between paid advertising and direct sales?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So paid, I wouldn't, I would say paid advertising is more about, you know, doing things that you can measure so things like um you know you run an ad for your newsletter on meta or or x and then you see how it does so it's it's really about performance marketing and so you can still do that with like you know you mentioned you sponsor some newsletters and so you can say okay well i paid x amount for you know for this sponsorship and i got i don't know like a hundred subscribers or in and then you can calculate was that effective right and so performance marketing is really about um you know measuring how a campaign does um and and then i would say direct sales is more like it's it's a little bit less about performance marketing it's more about uh you know i guess paid partnerships or paid um, opportunities that come from one-on-one interactions with, you know, there's like a really good synergy between two companies and they're like, okay, let's do something. But then the value exchange has to make sense on both sides. And so I would say like the direct sales is more like, um, you know, it's more of a less on kind of like the numbers game. And it's more about like relationships and trying to get the value exchange to really, uh, to match up. So I think that's kind of the, the big difference there.
0: Got it, got it. Okay, that's very clear to me. I feel like then with direct sales, the ROI would be higher because it's almost like you're you're getting warm leads and I feel like with paid advertising you could be reaching out to cold leads. So I like that. I like the direct sales more than the performance marketing. And it's funny because everybody, I feel like this is what I experience as the owner of a PR agency when I speak to potential clients. They all love the performance marketing because of the numbers. They can see their ROI down to the decimal point, down to the penny. And I'm like, yes, you can see all of that. You can see the results like line by line. However, that doesn't mean the organic stuff, the partnerships, the earned media, and the direct sales doesn't work better. Just because you can't track it the way you can track clicks Doesn't mean it doesn't work better. Because in my belief, that stuff works better because it is more of a warm audience. It's more organic. People pay more attention to it. You get the authority. You get the credibility. But for some reason, people put so much weight on those numbers and those KPIs and all of that, which, yeah, they can be helpful. But like, there's more to marketing than the numbers. There's referrals and word of mouth. And many times that stuff is so hard to track,
1: yeah, exactly. So I, I would say, um direct sales are, I would say bigger opportunities in a lot of ways, but it's not as, let's say predictive and um, you know, it's harder to track performance, right? But um there's way more upside. If you find the right partner and you guys f- figure out a way to do like exchange value in a way where it makes sense, then you know it's a win-win, and the upside is way higher.
0: Yeah. I love that. Okay. So people have their marching orders. Like look at these five growth levers and decide what you are going to do in each one. And let's like pick one call to action. Like you said, the goal is to build a newsletter. For example, like you don't want to pick one to build a newsletter, one to build your podcast, one to get more people to download this lead magnet, one to get more sales calls here. Like then you're focusing on way too many things and you're only going to be doing a little bit here and a little bit there i think the best way to attack this is have one goal and write down what you are doing for each one of these growth levers is that what you suggest
1: yeah you know i also like to stack these growth levers and so it's almost like you can think of it as um like for example you want to do the organic content and that should be kind of an engine right like that should never stop but then you add on the layer of um, you know partnerships and collaborations, right? And then you la- layer on the the virality earned media. Like think about these things, right? And then, and then you add on like the performance marketing and then the direct sales. Like so, these are things that are that you stack on top of each other. And so, I would really urge like your audience to like think about: Okay, do I have a, a channel for for partnerships and collaborations? Like, am I doing them frequently? Um, you know, am I am I trying to engineer more more shared media uh earned media and so like for example like um what I like to do is I when I bring on guests for the podcast I like to you know ask them to to share the episode and like I'll do a really good job on the the episode editing like I have a you know producer is amazing and usually the guests will share the episode because it's like it turns out really well and so that's earned media right and so you can kind of like think about different ways to engineer these like mechanisms to help you grow and so i think it's really important to think about this holistically from all five uh growth levers and stack them on top of each other because that's what that's how you're gonna get that hockey stick growth curve that everyone loves right so
0: that is awesome thank you so much young sue this was so helpful tell us where people can find out more about you obviously they can visit firstclassfounders.com since you're here in the podcast app visit them um, because he's got a great podcast, and and what else? You have an amazing newsletter. What else, Young Soo? Yeah. Where else can people find you?
1: Um, people can find me on X slash Twitter at uh, Young Soo Chung. That's Y O N G S O O C H U N G. And uh, yeah, Christina, you're going to be coming on my podcast soon, and so I would urge your audience. Obviously, they love you, so. Um, that's going to be a fantastic episode. So definitely uh, tune in to the podcast episode uh, with Christina.
0: And you can see this growth lever number two, partnership and collaboration in action. Like This is how it works. Have you left me a rating or a review yet? If not, please do. Hop into the app in Apple Podcasts or in Spotify and let me know how you're feeling about this podcast. And if you are not already getting my newsletter every Thursday morning, make sure you visit mediamavennews.com and sign up. And as always, you can check out more on this episode and any episodes I have ever done here on the podcast at becomeamediamaven.com. I will see you next week right here on the podcast. Thanks for listening.